Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real. It feels weird, me doing that, but you know, this is my month, so <laughs> it, you know, so I kind of take over for that bit here. Um, we should probably just get to it. You listen to Movie Theater Time Machine, like I said. My name is Dan. I'm Nick. I'm Kev. I'm Jess. It's a little out of order, but you know, it happens. <laughs> and welcome back to Kaiju 2 Electric Boogaloo. The Revengening, this time it's personal, Godzilla and his amazing friends month. <laughs> uh, this was definitely Godzilla harder oh, on this one. Uh, yep. like, I have so many thoughts on this. Yeah, this, oh, is, this, this is from, now, yeah. there are several, yeah. uh, well, specifically a movie we watched this week was Godzilla vs. Gigan from 1973. Hmm. Two, three. I think it was seventy-two. Yes, seventy-two. Because seventy-three was the one with uh, with Megalon and and Jet Jaguar, which we watched last time. (laughs) Oh, that was great. Oh, Jet Jaguar. Yeah. So we are firmly entrenched in the weird ass Godzilla whimsy era, (laughs) where uh, we are with we are with wacky eyed Godzilla. We are Mm -hmm. with the Godzilla puppet. Getting bigger and cartoonier. Yeah, yeah. there's the yeah. Godzilla suit that is just shy of having actual googly eyes yeah. glued to it. It's We're... almost like you should see it like in the background of Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in a live action thing or this, something. Yeah. The turning is chibi. Yeah. This is the same Godzilla costume that they do in uh, Godzilla and Sun. Yeah. I mm-hmm. believe it's the exact same costume. So, it looks squeezable, but, like, yeah. smells like a tire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. He, he smells like a bad tire yard, like if you're driving through Providence at the wrong time of day. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. 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 You know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I, I can smell it right now. <laughs> yep. God. All right, uh, so. For New England fans, sorry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we just kind of sent you on your own uh, kind of, yeah. like, <laughs> um, no, it's not auditory. What's the... Olfactory, uh, uh, yeah. send you on an olfactory nightmare. Odyssey? Yeah. Odyssey, yeah, we'll go yeah. with that. So yeah, um, Godzilla vs. Gigan is the story of, or well, many things, but it is <laughs> a few stories going primarily on the story of freelance manga artist Gengo Odaka. Uh, this is probably the last time I'm going to remember his name, so roll with me here. Uh, is it uh, is it Gengo Odaka or Odaka Gengo? I don't know. It says Gengo Odaka, and this is on the Godzilla wiki, so um, it might, Ooh, be might be done right. I'm not know. sure. Uh, like, I, I kind of go by a plot synopsis so I can get the... the I'm trying to remember yeah. what his, what his friend called him, because I think it was Gengochan. Probably, because, so, yeah, I mean, she's I older, had so... awful time remembering names in this one. I just yeah. remember, yeah. okay, so he's manga artist, and there's, then there's there's yeah. a girl who stole the tape, then there's hippie friend, Yeah. then there's... there's let's see, there's, there's fluffy hair... Yeah, uh, fluffy hair fluffy manga hair, artist. Hi- uh, hippie, uh, scary, scary mom friend, yeah. and, yep. wannabe, and wannabe spy. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's the four of them. Who was the big dude? The big guy. dude was Hippie Guy. Hippie Guy, Because okay. he constantly had the, the headband on. Yeah. And he was Everyone... brushing his hair. Yeah. I love the fact that he was brushing his there hair. There was the one with the curls in her hair who reminded me, because of her hair, kind of reminded me of um, one of those side characters from uh, Mary Tyler Moore show. The yeah, neighbor. a little bit. Yeah. Phyllis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was I, I just uh, kept the, thinking... the friend, right? That, yes. That he turned into Mama Go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mama the, Go friend. The, the mom monster. Yeah. No, was that? Yeah, I don't know. She, she had the white curly hair. And yeah. she had the red and white checkered dress. Because yeah. nobody changes out of any of their outfits in this, even though it goes over the span of several days. This is like pure, like this, this is pure anime, guys. This is pure Doug syndrome, where everyone wears the same outfit every day. <laughs> what for what? Did Einstein supposedly do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had copies of his clothes. I was say, yeah, he had all right. the yeah. same suit yeah. in, his, in his closet. If yeah. I correctly. Yeah. Although back then it was probably a lot easier. Mm. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, Gingo, or Odaka, or what, we're going to call him Fluffy Hair. Fluffy yeah. Hair, because I loved his hair. Yeah. Fluffy Hair is a freelance ma- manga artist, and he gets work uh, for the Tokyo World Children's Land. It's I a theme automatically park. liked him. It's a theme park <laughs> whose, key, whose like main attraction is a life-sized statue of Godzilla called, appropriately enough, Godzilla Tower. It's... I believe 13, 13 stories, stories tall. 13 yeah. stories tall. And 
reasons. It's just it's a it's a thing. It's like the central kind of like thing of this I hate to theme say it, park but it's, that's out in the yeah. middle of bumfuck it's nowhere. It's fucking yeah. Japan, so yeah. it's not surprising that they would have this at all. And well, considering the the who ended up being the bad guys um, were going on about. It's got to be peaceful and stuff. We don't like those monsters yeah. that you drew. Um, why didn't, then did you make a goddamn Godzilla statue when he fucked everything up? Okay, I can kind of lean in a little bit on this, because I was looking through things, and what is, and I'm going to probably mispronounce this, but it's the, the Yuru Kiara, mm-hmm. which is basically the Japanese mascot. And there are, Jap- Japan has a national mascot obsession to the point yeah, where the government pre- is. Prefecture. Yeah, the yeah. government is trying to actually cut down on these because I don't a, think they should. Because <laughs> I don't think they should either because they're. It, it makes them unique. There's, mm. there's obviously a mascot for the baseball teams, the soccer oh, yeah. teams, the wrestling uh, franchises. Yep. But there is a mascot for the military that yep. is that it, we well, don't have it. What actually were who, what it was, but it's a mascot for the military that reminds them that they should not be the ones on the offensive. It's mm. reminding them of what World War Two, mm. and and it shows them of just what they had and where they could be, just to remind them they need to keep where they you know where they are. Plus, one of my favorites is the Domo Kun. Domo-kun! Yes. Oh, that okay. is. I have a Domo-kun yeah. shirt. Domo-kun! Yeah, which Domo-kun, I think everybody knows what it is as soon yeah. as they see it. Yeah, yeah I Domo- know Domo-kun. Yeah. You think it's big, related to Judge Fudge? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big fuzzy block with the ah kind of face. Yes. And the, uh, yeah. the Domo-kun was created here, first debuted at Stop Short Motion, the furry mascot here. Uh, for the icon to use at at um, tar- at functions or functions at re- a retail out, uh, areas such as Target or Urban Outfitters to remind people not to overspend. Yep. Huh. So he's he's like the specter of capitalism. Yeah, just kind of like hey, you know, maybe not too much. Or, like you see, Domo Kun just going, "Do you really need that?" that they're and me. Then, and then <laughs> I bought. And then I bought a shirt of yeah. Domo Kun that I really didn't need. Yeah, right. But I yeah, but he has a shirt of Domo Kun. He does. You yeah. kind of went sideways on that one, Domo Kun. Yeah. There are several of them. Although, what I would actually look up is look up John Oliver's. Um, he did a whole, like, he did a couple episodes on Japanese mascots mm-hmm. and actually created one called Shinjan. Oh God! Which okay. is a Japanese mascot about himself, oh God. <laughs> and there was you know, like I'll just kind of leave it at that. But there was a mascot about that he found that was of, of a small port city. I don't remember what the name of it is, but there's a mascot that was considering getting lost, and he created a whole love story on it <laughs> of Shijun. He actually sent Shijun to Japan to find the lost mascot <laughs> and hopefully create a love story. Oh, no. It is. Awesome! <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's, it's it kinda is like so how, good. It's kind of like how Homer was like the uh, the the soap mascot. <gasps> yes, Mr. Yes! Sparkle. Uh, Mr. Yes! Sparkle. And um, if yeah. you if you want to go on an adventure, look up the Japanese uh, mascot for KFC. Mm. Oh my it god! It is not the Colonel. Yeah. No. It is not the yeah. Colonel. There also never changed. With, with Jap- never changed. There also is with Japanese KFC the lore of the Japan of the Japanese KFC Colonel statue, with a baseball team that thought it was cursed and tried to throw it in the water to do a curse, and then it sent the curse onto them. Oh, whoops! Oh, and it's just—it's like you know, for people who are in the Boston, Massachusetts area, it's like the curse of the babe onto this team. And, you know, it's just, it's the same deal, and I, God, my God, it's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> like, they, they sent divers from the team down to grab the statue, and the statue was missing a hand. Oh, no. And Uh-oh. then people cried for three days trying to find that oh, hand. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just, I'm off track on this, but it just describes where I think, like, the Godzilla Tower, it's just a reminder of just, like, their mascot thing. It's okay, Godzilla's here. Godzilla was there, but this, don't could, forget about yeah, Godzilla. Like, if yeah. Godzilla was, if Godzilla was real, you you can bet yeah. Japan would capitalize on that. Oh yeah, and I think it's just like God, like they're just kind of like making it up there, so like Godzilla could say, okay, like 
he's our friend now? Like, you'll be we our hope. friends? <laughs> like, you'll be our friend and we make tribute to you. And of course, <laughs> I think he would just, like, turn his tail and knock it over. Yeah. Nice. Some so, shit, but... Yeah, so, uh, Gingo, or Fluffy Hair, gets work as a you know, freelance artist to design new kind of peaceful monsters for this yeah. attraction because the... Um, the employer, uh, his boss Kubota, uh, he obsesses over a world of, over world peace, despite you know running a theme park, yeah. and he wants all these monsters, like all these new monsters, to be peaceful and for everything to be just everything's going to be world peace. Everything's you know for peace. Yeah, because peace, kids peace, totally peace. love the homework monster. Yeah. Yes, the homework <laughs> monster and the scary well, that was monster. Like, it's supposed to be conflict stuff, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. then he's like, I don't want conflict in my thing. But oh my god, this this mofo kind of reminded me of Weird Al. Love it. I kept making Weird Al jokes. He kind of looks like Japanese Weird Al. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, man. He's got he's got that that look about him. It's the mustache, the glasses, the and shaggy, just, and, and the, and the curlyish level to his hair. Yeah. He looks like '80s, like yeah. like mid '80s ish Weird Al. I thought this. Was, oh, okay, because. Man, that suit screams seventies. Oh, this is like, definitely seventies. These people the, the wearing bright, bright orange. Bright orange. Like, I really want to see somebody show up in a powder blue tuxedo. <laughs> All right, so there was no uh, reason for a gala. So yeah, he gets work to go. Uh, he, he's going to like the actual like office building to show off his work and get like feedback. And as he's heading heading into the building, he smashes. Head first into this woman, just barreling out of the building. She drops what we later find out is a tape, but I thought yeah. it was a headlight because right. it's the seventies and reel to reel stuff. Even though it's kind of our shtick, I didn't recognize it at first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a cassette. Yes, it was precursor of the cassette. It was like a reel to reel cassette uh, that is referred to as I think I think they called it action tape two. Yeah, yeah. Mm. something like that. Which we find out later has. Sounds. Some weird kind of sound on it that blasts all the way into space Somehow. where sounds go, apparently. <laughs> uh, we, we've kind of drifted away from realism. Granted, these are movies about giant monsters, so realism kind yeah. of took a backseat to start with, but we've, we've drifted even further. Uh, the Turns out these... I'm going to cut to the chase with this. Turns out these tapes, Action Tape A and Action Tape 2, they're bad at indexing, um... <laughs> Were are a plan by human-sized cockroaches from from Nebula from <laughs> M from, from the planet M Space Hunter Nebula. Do they call it that? Yes, yeah. it is called M Space Hunter Nebula. They have left their planet because it has become too polluted for the cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. the cockroaches. Yeah. You know, have I didn't left even the put that together. Yeah. yeah. After complaining like, about how the previous human type species fucked up the, the whole human planet. type species fucked up M Hunter M Space Hunter Nebula, so, and the the like the, the the cockroaches on the planet, which were fucking huge, yeah. pulled a dolphins and hitchhikers guide and said so long and fuck you too and took off from the planet and they're gonna take over Earth for the giant cockroaches because eh? <laughs> um, I want to know if. Uh, did they? Did their world look like the opening of Wally or some shit? Kind is that of. the kind of word that world that a cockroach thinks is really awesome? And then, and then how can they show- make that even worse? No, the humans showed up and planted trees, and they're like, ah, fuck this, really. Oh my god, that'd be a hilarious <laughs> twist. <laughs> so, like, apparently, their plan is to create like full scale models of all the monsters from Monster Island. Now, at this point in the franchise, we're like twelve movies in, so we've got. Quite a bit of monsters to choose from. Yes. Just in this oh. one alone, we see some stock footage of Rodan. Yep. We see Manila, which yep. is little baby Godzilla. We yeah. see uh, turd caterpillar Mothra larva. We see. Um, oh yeah, they all show up at the, in the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning, right. when yeah, they're yeah. talking about Monster Island. Yeah. Uh, there was a list of who showed up. Where's the monsters? Where's the monsters? Uh, we see Gigan. We see. Well, no, Gigan and King Ghidorah we don't see yet, but Mothra uh, in larva form. We see yep. Rodan. Uh, we see Kumonga, which is, I believe, the giant uh, uh, spider. Uh, Kamakuras was the other one that I didn't know off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manila, we see an Ultraman toy at one point. Yeah, we do. Because Ultraman does show up in these series. 
Um, and apparently there's a there's another one that showed up that wasn't supposed to be in there. So whoops, a doodle. Uh, so anyway, uh, these tapes it turns out are supposed to be played at a specific volume to or a specific way to take over the minds of giant kaiju and from space, from space and make them do the bidding of the giant cockroaches wearing image inducers of people in orange jumpsuits and they're taking the image of two people who died a year ago in a car accident it was a uh, english teacher and a 17 year old kid who probably shouldn't have been in the same car at the same time, but we're not going to go into I this. they were hiking or right. something. Or sorry, they were hiking. That, that, my bad. But still. But again, the two, yeah. like, two of them alone, she's like, hmm, this could be problematic. What uh, the fuck, Japan? So anyway, the tape that, that this woman drops when she runs out of the building is one of those tapes. Yeah. Uh, so Gengo th- goes through his whole... Th- this whole thing, trying to investigate what the deal is, he gets uh, cornered by this woman who realizes she dropped the tape. Cornered by this woman and her big hippie friend with what he pretends to what pretend, he pretends is a gun and holds him up. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, and it turns yeah. out to actually just be some roasted corn on the cob. But, <laughs> yeah. You know. But in, in the meantime, Dango thought it was real and he freaked out and passed <laughs> out. And they took it back to their house and explained what's going on. I mean, I gotta say, this one reminded me of like it's an off track thing, but the yeah. the Brendan Fraser movie Airheads. <laughs> yeah, where they held up a radio station with yep. Snickers bar. Yes, uh, like, I laughed like squ- and um, squirt guns with uh, with pe- with like pepper spray. Hot, yeah, hot sauce in it. Yeah, hot sauce. And he's just throwing me at that. I'm like, okay, like he just what did he say? So he finally goes to jail for it or something. Or if he ever got caught for it, he's like, okay. Okay, this guy went ahead and attacked me because they explained that they're not crooks later and yeah. why they introduced themselves and they're like, no, we did no, I, I, you know, the thing when he, when he like holds up the thing, he's like, no, I got you with this, and the corn's half eaten. Yep. <laughs> and Gango's like, uh, oh, 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 well, damn. <laughs> yeah. So they introduce themselves and the woman's name is, uh, that's not the right name, Machiko Shima. Uh, and her friend is Shosaku Takasugi. We're just going to call Wannabe Spy and Hippie. Um, the Wannabe Spy, her brother, is a scientist of some description. Yeah. He does yeah. science things for science. Right. He wears and a white lab coat. Yeah. He wears a, wa- a lab coat so he can do all of the science things. Yep. And he went missing. He, he had, they haven't. No one's heard from him from like three days. And it turns out he's been kidnapped by the giant roach people and forced to work on machines that transmit the thing into space. And then I don't know. He's a radio technician, maybe. Yeah. So well, he has uh, a lab code. He knows things. Yes, clearly. <laughs> uh, they managed to smuggle the tape out so that they can't. So that the bad guys can't summon their monsters right off the bat, and the bad guys are chasing them, and eventually get the tape back because our our freelance artist guy is an idiot and goes to Godzilla Tower to show off his artwork, and he's given a pack of cigarettes that all have transmitters in them because everybody smokes in this world for some reason. Well, it's yeah. seventy two. Yeah, yeah. So smokes. yeah, kids yeah. smoke. Yeah. Uh, so oh. they. They track it. Like they track him back to uh, to <laughs> wannabe spy's apartment. Yeah. There's like a confrontation, and then karate karate mom friend shows up and kicks so, kicks some serious ass, and people run away. But they manage to get the tape back, and they bring the tape back to the Godzilla Tower. And, and you want to? Yeah, something? I just get to say with this one, it's one of my favorite parts in of character building. Is this is in the beginning yep. where the karate girl mm-hmm. is there, and they're having that little thing at the cafe, like, "Hey, you better go ahead. You get this other job. Keep trying. Mm-hmm. No, I'll go ahead and stand up for you." And he just randomly says, "Thank God you're a black belt." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, he mentioned it before. Yeah. He mentioned. Yeah. He mentioned it before. Yeah. Yeah. At the restaurant yeah. is when he me- is when he mentioned it. Like yeah. he he like teased her about something. She goes, "What was that?" Yeah. You're a black belt. I didn't mean it. (laughs) But it's just, it's odd conversation to build up to this point later, which is like, okay, she's in the door. Somebody's there. Okay, she's going to attack. Has that ever happened with you? It's Chekhov's karate mom. Actually, yeah. Like an awkward random mentioning of your black belt. Yes. 
Like right now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exposition. Several times, yes. Exposition. So yeah, she she comes in, kicks kicks a bit of ass, and yeah. you know they run away. But you now the bad guys run away, but they have the tape now, so they can mm. go back and they can set their plan in motion. And they start to play the tapes. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. Hasn't they, Godzilla heard it yet? Yes, Godzilla has heard it because the um, the good guys played the tape yeah. to try to figure out what was on it, and it's just yeah. a bunch of gibberish and noise. Yeah. And they try to run it at like double speed, so yeah. we get like chipmunk garbage and <laughs> noise. And meanwhile, on Monster Island. And Gyrus, a spiky-backed armadillo sort of a thing. He's not really an armadillo, but Joss was calling him that, so I'm going to roll with it. I, I, yeah. I was calling him the spiky armadillo the whole yeah. time. So, like, leave Gyrus, the spiky armadillo alone. Leave him alone. I, I feel oh, like, that's what you meant. Okay. I feel like if that one could talk, it would sound kind of like Patrick Starr. Probably. A little bit. A little bit. Yep. What? Why don't you go over there and do this? And actually, Godzilla sounded like record scratches, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. When they're, when they're talking, they're... <laughs> And we get the the beautiful speech bubbles that are yeah. translated to "Hey, Angiris," and got Angiris comes out, "What?" <laughs> and just like, "Hey, go and check out that noise." And Angiris is like, "Okay," and he just jumps in the water and goes okay. to Japan to figure out what that noise was. And yeah, he's in the water for a long time. How far away is this damn island? Monster Island is pretty far out into the into the Pacific. It's how like, did the, did the monsters get put there? Yes. The monsters got put there, and they can the, just leave. The theory is that they're trapped on the island, but most Apparently of them not. can most of them can either fly or swim, so they're not actually contained on the island. And the only thing that's keeping them that's there stupid. is the is the monsters deciding to stay there. Be honest, for whatever. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Wow, yeah. that pretty much. Monster totally Island is sense. a terrible prison. Yeah. So he sends Angiris out to check this out, and Angiris like. Swims for a long, long time. He gets to the to the shores of Japan, but like the uh, Japan's defense force saw him coming, so they mobilize all their yeah. miniatures and their tanks and their trucks and their laser trucks and their all their other stuff, and they show up. And Gyrus comes up to the coast. He's looking at us like, "Oh, hey guys, what's up? What's going on?" And then they shoot the fuck out of him. He what? didn't do anything wrong, and Gyrus did nothing wrong. Strobe light. Strobe lights. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, guys, what? And then missiles and 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 bazookas and tank shells and lasers and and Gyrus is like, okay, Jesus, fine, whatever. Yeah. And leaves. It really gave me the idea of like somebody coming into the bedroom and accidentally turning the light on in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And you said it's standing like he's just standing there looking like something's going on. Like, oh, wait, hold on, wait, yeah. wait, what yeah. happened? He's like, like what? <laughs> Or, oh shit! Sorry, guys. I, yeah, I, I'm just gonna go, and then they start shooting. Yeah, at yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you're like you wake up really early for the airport. Yep. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh, God, oh, damn. Wait, hold oh. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, so they so Angiris ends up going back to Monster Island, reporting to Godzilla. It's like, hey, I went there, and they shot at me. They were mean. And get the, them. I, I need you to help me. And at this point, it's like. The Spongebob, they shot at me. I didn't like it. Okay, let's go. And they're like, all right, let's go back. Because at this point, the bad guys have gotten their other tape back, and they start playing the tape to summon uh, King Ghidorah and Gigan from (laughs) somewhere in space. (laughs) And they kind of zappy, they come flying at the Earth at Mach 400. And if they're coming up there that fast, the fact that they land normally instead of just kind of and splattering and like nuking the entire side of that that the planet is impressive. That sequence bothered me because of how goddamn stiff the action look figure looking mofos on the strings were. Like, uh-huh. would it kill you just to somehow make the wings move or the tails move just a little bit? To yeah, show but that not co- action figures <laughs> that costs money. They could be like a soft plastic or a rubber. Yep. As the as the films go on, the effects get better. King Ghidorah ends up looking much cooler in later movies. But when we're in puppet and action figure on strings that were just kind of mm. clattering into other action figures, we kind of roll with what we've got. It's like every time like a cartoon has made jokes about shitty monster movie effects. Yeah, this embodies it exactly. I mean, it, they came from somewhere. Other than I haven't seen a large zipper on anybody's back. I haven't I, spotted any of those yet, no. I'm just going to add to it is when I saw like the space scene with them coming, all I heard was this. Come. Be... 
Good. I saw the robots VR troopers. Yep. <laughs> yep. So they make it to the planet and they start kind of, and Gigan and King Ghidorah just start circling the top of Godzilla Tower. And at this point, the bad guys are doing their, their, uh, bad guy, like, yeah. this is my master plan. Yeah. This is what happened to yeah. M Space Hunter Nebula, which is a planet, not a nebula, but okay. Uh, this is what happened to our planet, yeah. and they fucked up their planet, so we're gonna take yours because reasons. We're gonna come to the only planet yeah. in the in the universe that has creatures that can defy us because we're smart. There's a weird shoehorned bit of a story that kind of goes nowhere. That chairman and weird weird Al guy, yeah, were like you know they were there were humans that went missing and they've assumed this form. Mm-hmm. They were they. And, they yeah. were. I think it's that the space cockroaches killed them on the mountain and took their and like took their forms. But it's like mm. yeah. image projection. It's not actual like shape shifting right. or anything like that. Yeah, so I don't know why like, they had to do that. Yeah, but it just so they wouldn't blow their cover. Yeah, I guess it didn't seem like it went anywhere. No, and it just seemed like it added like a little bit. Like when they went over, like no, he died a year ago, and they're like. What do you mean he oh, died yeah, a year ago? And then it's a, never really brought apparently up. Apparently, a one-year funeral anniversary is a thing. Yeah, yeah. And they sort of, mm-hmm. and and they sort of like imply later on that when the other space cockroaches get there, they're going to use the heroes as new copies for like new space cockroaches or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the, 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 Bugs aren't smart. They don't make no. good plans. They're Their decisions bugs, are terrible. Yeah. They're space bugs. How Maybe ca- they have people brains. How yeah. Kafka esque. Uh, but that that was that was a literary joke. I get it. Kafka's metamorphosis. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I gotta say though, I made a smart joke. I'm happy. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> About the uh, what the fuck is Ghidorah king of? Yes. <laughs> I looked it up and I found nothing. And yes. he's, he w- I think he's king like yeah. there are such things as King Cobra. Yeah, he was originally just called Monster Zero. Um, oh boy. Yeah, and like Ghidorah is one of those... Is he a loser? Kind of. Or like the first monster. I... Yes? Yes? Question mark? The, the, the continuity of Godzilla Now he's Godzilla on your computer looking weird. at me. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> but um, and Rodan and Mothra, and I've got plenty of these backgrounds. Yeah, all right. And then I'm just like, so he's as much of a king as King Gillette, except even less so because this damn dragon monster doesn't even have a shaving empire. <laughs> yes, pretty much, pretty much. So, um, and he has creepy, weird little hair sticking out. Which mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's a space dragon, but ew. So yeah, so for those of you who haven't reason. seen these haven't seen these movies or don't know about it from like cultural osmosis, King Ghidorah is a bipedal, very stiffly winged, three-headed golden dragon thing and he is theoretically Godzilla's greatest nemesis. He has shown up in Theoretically. Godzilla has a lot of greatest nemesis. Oh, okay. He fights a lot of people. Yeah, so a it's lot of monsters. It's a lot of pick and choose, and okay. it's like whoever Godzilla's greatest yeah. nemesis is depends on which movie you're watching. Mm. Okay, it could be Biollante, it could be Space Godzilla. Space Godzilla is just a monster with diamonds in his shoulders, and that's what makes him Space Godzilla because reasons. Does that mean Godzilla had a secret alien origin, or aliens copied him? Yeah, yeah, and Mecha Godzilla is made from the skeleton of the first Godzilla, which was an iguana, not really a Godzilla Saurus. Which we'll get into Godzilla Sauruses next week. Anyway, yeah, I wanted to know how much continuity there is. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes he's a dinosaur, and what about sometimes the first he's a dinosaur? Sometimes he's a radioactive lizard. Sometimes he's an iguana oh. that got nuked. Sometimes he was a entire dinosaur species that somehow got renuked and then blasted out of space time but somehow yeah. came back again Sometimes that's next week a anyway. really bad experiment yeah. gone wrong there's yeah. there's a lot of different origins i think you coined it perfectly last week where you said he's written by Kennedy. oh yeah. yes yeah. yeah godzilla is godzilla is yeah i was I mean, just thinking of you know like 
Bugs Bunny and similar cartoon characters that get put in whatever situation needs to they need to be in to make the not far uh, off cartoon work. Yeah, not far off. Like it's kind of that idea. Stick them in any profession, any top, that kind of thing. Well, it's like okay, give him a deerstalker cap and a the, shotgun, and he'll be on the phone. The movie with Godzilla and his son. It's like where did he get a son? Uh, it's yeah. not actually not actually his son. It's a different monster that had been that had been like abandoned. And he took ah. it. He took Manila in as oh, okay. his. But he's uh, like a tiny Godzilla. He kind yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. Manila kind of a cookie, like a vanilla cookie? Uh, Manila. Um, I know Manila's like paper. Oh yeah, yeah. Manila the envelopes. Yeah. Um, I know. I know Nilla wafers. Oh, are a okay. Thing. I think that's what I'm thinking. Um, Manila is also a country. Manila is a company, too? but no, Manila is M I N I L L A. Manila as the country is M-A. I just think of Manila wafers. Yeah. Whatever. Now I want cookies, damn it. Mm. Yeah. So, um... Mm. I lost track of where we were. So yeah, they're at... Yeah, sorry. Gigan and Ghidorah have come down to the... have come down to the planet. Godzilla and... Uh, and Gyrus are on their way to go confront them because they heard the sounds and they're like, this can't possibly be good. Let's go see what's going on. Why do they give a shit about Japan when, you know, Godzilla already wrecked shit up? It's less that they give a shit about Japan and it's more Godzilla being, I am the strongest. What uh, the fuck is this three-headed asshole doing here again? Get off my turf. Yeah, it's like, fuck right off, buddy. Get out of my okay. backyard. So, King Ghidorah and Gigan, who is a weird cybernetic giant monster. He's like a, yeah. what, a Cylon eye? Thing? He's yeah. got a single Cylon eye, medical, med, like metal beaks, yeah. beak spike mandibles. His arms come to like T1000 hook points. And Thank a, you! And he's got a buzzsaw. Oh, I was trying to describe that. And he's got a buzzsaw yeah. in his stomach that yeah. spins around and does terrible things to Angiris. Yeah. That is what made me stop. Mm-hmm. My poor like, armadillo. I'm like, wait a minute. He he, ha- he has a he has a saw. He yeah. is he yeah. is cybernetic. He, he is, he has is partially saw. robot. He, he is partially he, robot. He fought Mothra and lost yeah. at one point. <laughs> he just so. Oh, has anybody ever seen those those um, uh, Falish reviews of um, Dingo Pictures cartoons? Those oh, really yeah, terrible yeah. things. Uh, and Gyrus looks like one of those badly drawn dinosaurs. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh my god, I got and Angiris, the, the dude in the, in the Angyrus suit. <laughs> the dude in the Angyrus suit, it is very, very clear that it's just a dude on his hands and knees. Yeah. And it's like he wants to stand up, but that's not how Angyrus rolls. So he's got to stay kind of like flopping around. And like, you can tell the guy's like, guys, my knees, they, they're killing me. Uh, so... That's why he keeps getting pushed over. Yeah. yeah. So the rumble starts, and it goes on for a large chunk of the mo- Yes. I found the picture. Absolutely. Yeah. That is yeah. basically... <laughs> yeah. So the rumble starts, and that is most of the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, can't really give too much of a plot summary other than Godzilla punches, Godzilla gets knocked over. It turns over. into a back alley brawl. Yeah. It really because it's does. really fucking funny to watch Godzilla literally take a fist and just start beating it's like, someone. Yeah. Like standing yeah. over somebody and just punching them it, in the face. It's like Godzilla it's Godzilla yeah. gets the living shit kicked out of him, but he gets back up like Hulk Hogan because, you know, you know he, he can't hurt him now. He's invincible. Yeah. That's not yeah. how that works. It's, it's yeah. actually really funny you, to watch him. You! I, it, <laughs> I, at least he had he was doing a way better than in last week's movie. It, it, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes, because there was another person in a suit that he could actually touch. But it's, yeah. it's just funny to watch almost like Godzilla make a fist and just start beating someone. Uh-huh. It, it really it turned just... into like a better version of the last seven minutes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> you know, like, come like, at me, bro. Yeah. He really does do yeah. a come at me. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, come he on, does. bitch, let's go. He literally punches his own chest like, come on. It's like, you that's better be glad like, Oh my god, is that... Like, you better be glad go? That's go totally right like a King go? Kong Let's movie. Go. It really go? is. I go? think he learned. Yeah. Yeah. He learned it from <laughs> Kong. He yeah. learned it from watching you. It was literally like a come at me. You so. know, King Kong was more of a king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Then yeah. it's Dora. King of Skull Island. Yeah. So this fight goes on, like I said, for most of the rest of the movie. And then it turned into a tag team wrestling match, yeah. too, at one yeah. point. My, yeah. my favorite <laughs> moment was that was, like, Angaris is down because yep. he got buzzsawed in the face. Yeah, on my Godzilla is down because he got stabbed several times and there's blood spraying out from him and he's and down. And there's real blood coming out of here, yeah. guys. It's like red blood splatter, yep. guys. It was great. And my, my one of Arterial. my favorite bits yeah. is when... Gigan comes over to King Ghidorah and tries to high-five him. Yeah. <laughs> Gigan doesn't have hands, he's got hooks, and Ghidorah just has wings. So he's so just touching his wings. It's like. legitimately like trying to do a high-five to a blind guy, because oh, he's God. not going to see it coming. Yeah, Ryan Seacrest. I thought he was like trying to, you, Ryan Seacrest. Trying to pat him on the back kind of thing. But Maybe my, a little. One of my favorite scenes, though, is, is in this fight towards the end, when... Um, Gigan accidentally like falls into King Ghidorah, yes, and King yeah. Ghidorah gets pissed off and, and hits start, him. And they start fighting. They each start other. fighting each other. Yeah, because uh, Gigan can fly around with, I guess, butt jets that he's yeah. got. And three separate times in this movie is he flying, and Godzilla just shoots him the fuck out of the sky. And, and every time he lands the same way, just like, ah, fuck. And he just falls and hits the ground. Like, oh, God, why did I do that? But when he falls, we're try it again. When he falls ah, to kick Ghidorah, Ghidorah gets pissed off. Because he lands into him, and Ghidorah's like, fuck you, dude. And, and the two of them start, and they start fighting. But as they're distracted, you see Godzilla look over to my armadillo friend and gives him like a, like a look. And it's funny the way they film it because you can tell that he's looking at him like, "You ready for this?" And they're having that. And they're having like a conversation with their faces, with their rubber ass faces. <laughs> and they're, wow. ha- they're having their like, right, yeah. they're having their WrestleMania eight like <laughs> Hulk you. Hogan and Ultimate Warrior <laughs> kind of yeah. yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 oh my god! Did, has there ever been a wrestling match where they put on like Godzilla monster suits and done it? Because no, there's an entire there's an entire show yeah. called Kaiju Big Battle. Oh my god! B a t t e l. There's an entire show about this kind of thing. It's much more goofy Good monsters, idea. but it's the same. It's the same yeah. theory. It's the same idea. But, uh. but in this particular scene I'm talking about, uh, uh, my my armadillo friend, yeah, runs over and then flings himself backwards. Yeah, because God, because while Gigan, <laughs> while Gigan yeah. and Ghidorah are fighting, Godzilla sneaks up on Gigan and does the yeah. giant. No, sneaks up on Ghidorah. Sorry, and does like the giant monster equivalent Almost. of like a hockey player yeah. pulling the jersey up over the guy's head. He just yeah. grabs all three of like uh, Ghidorah's heads and wraps them around backwards and has. And and just has Angiris just backwards launch, launch himself, himself spike like, first into Ghidorah like four or five times, and, and then, then then the suplexes, the triple German suplexes <laughs> of doom, atomic fucking, and I mean really atomic suplexes because Godzilla is a fucking atomic lizard, okay? Oh god, boom, so and then he gets up and does it again, and then boom and does it. Which you knew was the time. same shot filmed three oh, times. Yeah, yes. But at least two of those shots were from different angles. So yeah. it's like at least they used like different cameras. cameras. Yeah. It wasn't like thing. that thing they did in Pokemon. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Nineties. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, but, when they had that were uh, guy, um, guy in like when they when um, when uh, Godzilla had like he had got, um, King Ghidorah. Um, Really tongue tied today. It's okay. When he had King Ghidorah, when he has the heads names back, are, the names are yeah. gibberish too. When so he had his head, you know, his head's locked up, and the other dude's like slamming the back in there. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a very short lived character that was so stupid in WWF called the Goon. I vaguely uh, yeah. remember the. Okay, the Goon was the Goon who was made with two, was with two people. One of them was Glenn Jacobs. Who did that? Glenn Jacobs eventually became Kane. Oh, okay, big dude. Okay, yeah. So he was this big hockey player. Oh, I remember this. Okay. Yeah, his finishing move was he would beat somebody up, stand at the, the place him at the edge of the ring, yep. and then he would go down the ramp and just run into him. Yes, <laughs> like okay, yes. and then run into him, and then he just throws them in there, and the crowd like the, the last match they did it, like you hear like the crowd's totally silent, and they could they did this live, and then you hear somebody go, "What the." Fuck was that? 
it's just. And the goon is gone. So uh, some see, of the some miss, of the this is the shit I missed. Yeah. WWE some of the yeah. best WWE <laughs> WWF stuff was the swing and a miss stuff that they pulled yeah. off. Like there was one guy I can't remember the character's name, but his entire thing was he had a like bedazzled stormtrooper helmet. And that was his thing. And at one point, he was walking to the to the ring. He tripped and fell off. Yeah, that was, was his debut. It was very oh, clear. Yeah, I, no, yeah, it was. Um, I the... I don't remember what the character was supposed to be called, but literally, oh. like his whole shtick was just a glittery stormtrooper helmet. Oh, and that's it. Oh, uh, hold on a minute. I actually I know that because I was looking oh, at that. That up. I gotta say, yeah. um, yes. Angiris looks like. An ankylosaurus crossed with a hedgehog. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So if only yep. he had the flexibility of an armadillo, he could curl up and do some right? sonic shit. Yes, I agree with Spin you. Spin dash into that mofo. And, and kylosaurs are my favorite. Wait, what They're my favorite dinosaurs. Um, oh, man, now I'm getting into fantasy casting in my head. Okay, the wrestler was called the Shockmaster. Yes. <laughs> that you're talking yes. about, which actually is one of the funniest fucking names ever. The Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm speaking really of... Bad that we we both did the same yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. I don't know what that shit is. Okay. Oh my god. I'm afraid I'm gonna forget my fantasy casting I just had. Well, it's actually a good point since we mentioned that. Hey, yeah, since we did the shocker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Adam and Eve says. Playing at home. Oh, wait, hold on. The best part of staying at home is playing at home. Um, Adam and Eve. We have a promo code for them. They've been a long-time sponsor. We really appreciate that. Adam and Eve has the code MTTM at checkout, where you have six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, you have discreet shipping delivered right to your door. Discreet! AdamandEve.com will shock you with their pricing. And you'll... <laughs> I tried to say that without looking at Jocelyn, but I'll look at that. I'm 12. <laughs> that was almost a spit take, man. Oh. Okay. Y'all okay? Use the offer code MTTM at checkout. Thank you for Adam and Eve. <clears throat> Thanks, Adam and Eve. You'd be great. Oh. Thank you. That was almost a spit take, and that's an expensive microphone. I don't want to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we'd be screwed if we didn't have this microphone. Right? <laughs> We're on our backup of a backup right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, we... And Audible. Yeah, we are yes. sponsored as well by Audible.com. So we have offer code MTTM3. That's MTM. MTTM3 at checkout. Not one, not two. Yeah. Three. So I actually just finished a very unique book that I wanted to try out was Jenna Fisher, The uh, Survivor's Guide to the Actor's Life. And uh, Jenna Fisher, if you don't know, is the woman who played many, many great things, also played Pam on yeah, The Office. The office. Yep. Um, no, let's the best say, I know that name. Yeah. But I didn't, didn't know uh, why. But uh, also has a great podcast now. It's actually one of the great, the the, the good celebrity podcasts. There were a few of them. Celebrities say the fuck off the internet. This is our territory. <laughs> uh, get off the, our turf or we'll be yeah. like Godzilla and be like, come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is our chance to actually do something. So you know what, Matt Mercer, you've got your own shit. Let me do the d Yeah, stuff. right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's still, I finished that one and also several others. Um, what I would recommend this week, of course, because I cannot get away from him, uh, Nick Offerman, where the deer and the antelope play. Now, okay, you say you can't get away from him. The question is, do you want to, though? No. There you go. <laughs> Fuck no. Fair enough. <laughs> no. Then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, um... I want to I, I want to save another thing for fantasy casting because I think a lot of this I just want to make little changes. But I think the it almost seems like the weird thing with this movie is that when the fight happens, it's like it's two separate movies. Yes, because I was going to get into that like yeah. when we come come back from from like the advertiser. Like meanwhile, while all the crazy shit's happening, yeah, humans. I kind of wanted to get back to the humans a little bit, because mm -hmm. the fighting was like, okay, um, I mean, what's going it's, on? I mean, it's funny, but it's not necessarily plot-heavy. Yeah. It's just, it's it's fun to watch. Yeah. At one point during the giant brawl, Godzilla just literally just lays on top 
of like Gigan and just straight up like drunken dad at the bar just poof, 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 just punching him repeatedly in the face. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just like the straight up just drunken bar brawl. Yep. And at one point, like Godzilla just keeps like like I called it teabagging for justice because he keeps basically sitting on uh, Gigan <laughs> until he doesn't get yeah. back up. <laughs> so while that big fight's happening, kind of away from all of this, the humans kind of they they things get a little jumbled in my brain at this point. They end up getting the help of Japan's defense force when the monsters show up. Mm. And they're, they're, they mm-hmm. finally get someone to listen to them, that Godzilla Tower is, like, a bad guy haven, and they try to go and break out wannabe spy's brother, but he's, like, locked in a storeroom in Godzilla's head, in Godzilla Tower's head, <laughs> and they can't unlock the thing, and it's a weird kind of lock on the door, and oh. they, he gets thrown out of the tower. Well, you saw when they were when like the brother was trying to lockpick the door, and literally like the th- lockpick he was using just went straight out the other side of the oh. door, yeah. and then they had their little tug of war back and forth with it. Yeah. So I, I was looking forward to f- seeing if anything interesting happened when Godzilla encountered his life-size replica. Uh, uh he he didn't he like, didn't much appreciate it. Yeah. I was like, is he gonna f- think it's another Godzilla and fight it? Is he gonna fuck it? What's gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> And then I started picturing like some kind of Bugs Bunny disguise, like you put a giant wig on the Godzilla statue and, or Tom and Jerry thing, you know, give it long boobs or something. Yep. Or itchy and scratchy. No, you just say that and I'm just thinking of drawn together with um Captain Hero. You take the sandwich and you fuck it. <laughs> Oh my. (laughs) It was such a beautiful sandwich. I I was kind of sad that Godzilla destroyed his effigy. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, but his effigy kicks the shit out of him for a while because Godzilla Tower is a giant high-powered laser turret. Because these people who want pure peace and love and everything needs to be peaceful made a giant fucking laser turret. Yeah. Well, obviously they won't, well, you know, what happens if you wish for world peace from a jerk-ass genie? Yeah. They kill everybody. Right. That's the kind of peace they're looking for. Yeah. So I mean, they can take works. over. It happened in an episode of X-Files when there was a genie. It, I think. Something like that. Yeah, it's... X-Files? Yeah. Didn't somebody wish for world peace and then everybody disappeared temporarily? In the X-Files? Yeah, it was like a genie one time. Or something like that. Somebody turned invisible and got hit by a car or something, and and ended up on Scully's tape uh, autopsy table, and then she spilled something on him or or got paint on him. I don't remember that episode at all. Mm. You could be right. I just am not remembering that episode. But that's how I, you know, you learn don't wish for world peace. If yeah. A genie's an asshole because. I mean, what yeah. you're saying is like plot themes of several, <laughs> yeah, several Twilight Zone episodes too. Yeah, you know, the guy who wanted to be, you know, world powerful leader, and he ended up being Hitler in the bunker. Yeah, you know, and that's the same deal. I mean, Monkey's this is one where they're like, oh, we want to work for peace. Yeah, right. And I mean, we want to go ahead and we want to work for peace, but I mean, really, peace is wiping out everybody you don't like. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 Wipe out everybody you don't like, and everybody who agrees with you can stay alive. And that's just, that's odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of got a little nervous for Godzilla when the tower was taking the shit out of him. And the, yeah. ca- and the tower kept shooting him directly in the balls. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right in the crotch. But at least, it's still, at least he was actually fighting back this time, unlike with Mothra. Right. right. So, so it wasn't sad, it was more evenly matched. Yep. So the the humans managed to get um, they managed to like free their their friends from the tower using like a weather balloon and like a grapple line and zip lines and stuff like that and that's when we discover that the tar- that the tower is a giant laser turret when it blows up their car which they kind of just like rolled down a hill I suppose All right. so the the humans managed to enlist the aid of the Japan Special Defense Force. 
I think that's what JSDF stands for. They managed to get their help because the police won't listen to them. So the JSDF gives them all sorts of explosives, and they go back to Godzilla Tower, which has the shittiest security possible if it's supposed to be the headquarters of these space cockroaches who are trying to take over the world. There isn't even a guard at the (laughs) fucking elevator. I know, right? So they load the elevator up with a ton of explosives and... I don't know where he found time to draw this. Yes. A big kind of like mural, mural of I liked this. Like the five the five yeah. heroes, like manga yeah. style, all like holding guns going, ha, gotcha. Yeah. Didn't they point all point guns at them earlier? Like yes. the, the henchmen? Yes. yes. For a while Space guns. For a while I was wondering, are the henchmen just humans getting paid? Are they also space cockroaches? No, they're space cockroaches as well. So they load a ton of explosives in the elevator and they send it up and they're like, oh, they're coming back up the elevator because humans are stupid. So get ready. So they're all standing by the door and then like the elevator opens and it's like just the manga of the five of them and the, and the, and like the, the thugs are like, oh, look at them. Shoot them. It's. Drawings! Ah, boom, you crack boom! The entire tower just fucking explodes, and, you know, we see giant cockroaches getting crushed by steel beams, and they're saying, all I wanted was peace. Like, no, you're bugs. Yeah. You wanted, you wanted to eat garbage yeah. and, and puke on, on food and then eat it back up because bugs are gross and I fucking hate flies. Oh my god, anyway, they could that's... have helped save the goddamn world by eating our trash and yes. shit. Yeah. Yes, but no, we have to cause problems first. We have to get this three-headed golden asshole from space <laughs> to come down here and fuck shit up. That's what we do, because we're space assholes. Clan death is fast. It's an ugly planet. A bug yeah. planet. <laughs> oh, man, imagine imagine Godzilla versus a brain bug. Space He'd just step on space it. Space holes! Uh. <laughs> it's a giant whirly thing in space. So, yeah, they send up several crates of TNT in the tower's elevator... Uh, not realizing it's a trap, they shoot the crates, and the explosion destroys the tower, breaks control over the space monsters, leaving them disorganized and confused. Now, the thing is, now, they're no longer under the control of the space cockroaches, but Ghidorah and Gigan are assholes anyway, so they just kind of continue to fight, but then they kind of fight amongst each other, and... They beat up on Godzilla like some kind of Stephen King school bully. Oh, straight up. Yeah. And eventually, uh, eventually Godzilla and Angiris team up, and they don't so much defeat Ghidorah and Gigan, but they get to the point where the two of them are just like, "All right, Jesus, fine, we'll leave," and they just. I don't want to be on this planet anymore. And they fly away. It's like, "Fine, Jesus, I'm done," and they f- and they fly off, and it's like, "Hey, we win." Let's go back in the water. And the movie ends with our human heroes going, Bye, Godzilla! Like most Godzilla movies, this is how they end. And a catchy song about Godzilla. And there's a catchy song about Godzilla as they wade out into the ocean to go back to Monster Island like good good prisoners going back to their cells. I guess. Is is Godzilla going to be a... How many times is he a hero? How many times is he a villain? Several times, and it goes back and forth depending on who's writing the movie. Because I feel like the humans would probably get suspicious of him, because you never know what side he's playing. I mean, regardless of what side he's on, he gets attacked by the military repeatedly. Hmm. Let's use our tanks and our missiles and our planes that never worked before, so we're going to keep doing it because it's going to work eventually, right? Maybe they try to develop new ammo. I don't know. Yeah, stop watches right twice a day, but you don't want it hanging off your wrist, okay? When all those uh, tru- army trucks and shit, or tanks and shit are going around, and the, the music is playing, I'm like, oh my god, this looks just like that scene from Iron Giant. Yup. Yup, yup. Um, and the best part is when the military was, like, mobilizing, you could see, like, certain scenes, it's like, okay, I know that's a miniature being used, but it's a very good shot. I can't really tell that it's a miniature. And then on the wide shots of people actually in the Jeeps, the Jeeps look like miniatures, but I know they're not miniatures <laughs> because there's people in them. It's like... Th- Were they this filmed is... in that weird way that makes everything look like a toy? Yeah. Yes. It was It was that kind of situation. Of just like... The uh, they went kind of backwards on this. They're just like... I know there are people in there. I know that's a real Jeep, but it looks like a Hot Wheel. There was one of them, there was one scene that I found extremely funny, because it was such a flub. Um, 
It was during one of the scenes where uh, Ghidorah and um, the other one, Gigan, were like tearing up, starting to tear up Tokyo, mm-hmm. and they were knocking buildings down. At one point, they're knocking yes. down a building, and there are supposed to be two people and two women in this building. Except they're not women in this building. They are dolls. They are. Oh, yeah. They are, they are yeah. very, very clearly dolls. Dolls. Like like children's dolls. Um, like dolls that I would have had as a child. And I was like, Dan, is this supposed to be a dollhouse? Or is this supposed to be like, is that supposed to be people? And he's like, I, I don't know. And I'm like, I think those were supposed to be people. But those are definitely not people. They they did a close up of this a little too much. It's like it's, I look, it's such a fun scene. I, I looked was just over like, at Jess uh, and I'm like, maybe Godzilla's a lot smaller than we thought. It's like a five second scene, but it's like so worth it. I, I do remember that, and I remember thinking, like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, like what happened? And if anybody has like HBO Plus, this is what we watched it on. Yeah. Um, so it's it, this movie is on HBO Plus. It's all it's also on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube with ads. So it's gonna yep. interrupt you a few times mid roll, but it's I think it's largely the same, like the same quality, same kind. Yeah, of, it wasn't bad. Kind of format. Yeah, it wasn't bad when we saw it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well. All right. But that's so, that was yeah. funny. Oh, so should we uh, go to Fantasy Cast? Uh, yeah, let's uh, take a quick break, talk about the network, and we will head into Fantasy Cast. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. Okay. So, fantasy casting. I know, Kaz, you, you had one earlier, right? Uh, yeah, but I don't know what I would do with it. It's just... Just one of those stupid observation things that, um, like, okay, Angiris, let's replace him with a giant Sonic the Hedgehog. And even though this makes no sense plot or character-wise, Ghidorah has two tails, so he can be tails and he's gold, so. <laughs> and flies. Okay. I don't know who the- Gotta go fast. Yeah, I don't- I made that um, <laughs> joke over. So, would Godzilla- Godzilla uh, would be Knuckles in this situation? And and Gigant mm. is Metal Sonic because he's an asshole. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, because and he's got the the red eyes and the yep. silver metal and <laughs> the so, the dice like it, but I don't yeah. know where it would go. Um, it's just a, like a hey, this thing kind of looks like this other thing, a teeny tiny bit. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a it's a fun image, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, Angiris would be a would be a lot more effective if you could actually you know move. Yeah, you gotta go fast. You could do the spin dash. Thanks, uh, Sanic. <laughs> <laughs> but so weird, the weird owl looking mofo. Would he be Robotnik? Yes. Or, or yeah, I mean, that's, and what about we never talked about you know the supposed um, boss, the, the chairman, the chairman, the, the, the chairman. wonderful desk, who is a seventeen-year-old kid. Yeah, and has desk. the best desk in the world. The back of it looks it, like like the, like moon. the half moon, yeah. And then the entire thing swivels around to you can just kind of like vroom and just greet anyone that comes in your room. Crazy, crazy billionaire money. I'm having. I'm getting this desk. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you didn't yeah. remind me of anything, so I didn't. No, not really. <laughs> but if I if I ever like if I ever hit the lottery. I have a few like crazy rich person things I need to do. Right. And I think the like for the most part I, I'll stay 
mostly me, but it's like, I need a giant rotating disc that looks like yeah. the back half of the moon. Why? <laughs> Don't ask. I just do. Oh, that's what he would... If he was Robotnik instead, that's what he'd get away in. That would be his yeah. floating chair, yes. Yeah. I, I think it was one of the funnier parts, of it, unintentionally funny in the early parts of it. Was where he's like meeting the chairman for the first time. He's like, "Oh, it's an honor," and he's like, "This conversation's over." And he turns, yes. and he turns it around, and then the guy just goes right around and continues talking. Yes, <laughs> and you see chairman like, "What the fuck?" Okay, like, <laughs> I see. But they they missed a golden opportunity for that um, yeah. for the round desk kind of like chasing. Around the dead. Yeah, the really they're having for conversation as they're still walking yeah. around. Yeah. That would have been great. It'd be funny if it spins around and around. It's like, I can't stop it getting busy. All I wanted was a freaking rotating chair, for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh, crap. I just remembered an idea and then I promptly forgot. Right, I have one here. That oh, I, wait. I have a few, actually. but okay. uh, Weird Al. And Actual Weird Al? Yes. He tortures, tortures his prisoners with, a, with a accordion music. And then Godzilla and Angiris are like back up because they can do the wah wah, the record scratching <laughs> sound. If he wants to do like a '90s rap thing. See, we know Godzilla is down for uh, like you know extracurricular like uh, like movie work, or because as as we all know from the the Godzilla's true nemesis is Charles Barkley. What? As we know from. <laughs> Oh, we, yeah. We went over this last time. There were commercials yeah, where right. Godzilla yeah. and Charles Barkley had like a, like, did like an NBA street that's jam right. in the streets of Tokyo. Well, Godzilla was throwing throwing around a boulder in this movie like a mm-hmm. ball, so, uh, yeah. It's like Godzilla's special attack. Throw shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, could be a fantasy casting, too. Yeah, so I had, um, I had one that's. Some oddities, and I actually got one from a fan. Okay. I wanted to throw in it with this movie, okay. and actually, I'll do that one first, and I'll throw the, I'll throw the rest in, but Godzilla is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, God, yes. And, and, involved. Or bear suit. Yeah. Or is it just regular size? It's Nick just... Cage dressed up as in a Godzilla instead of a bear suit, and then I he think it's Godzilla in there, and then Godzilla just doing that, Godzilla like, punching people. Let me finish. Godzilla just... God, uh, Nicolas Cage in the Godzilla suit. Just being Nicolas Cage, okay. they're like, "Gotta go see what was that noise?" Oh. He does. He doesn't even know he's being filmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh, crack the lunch. The oh, okay, twenty-two. It holds a little bit, but so is, yeah. does that get appended to my idea, or is it? Does it replace the idea? Well, yours is was he, higher, so it's appended, I guess. Yeah. And so yeah. is it also um, Cage dressed as Godzilla, who is? What knuckles? Well, Godzilla, Godzilla being knuckles was a little bit of a stretch. I'll be honest. So it could he'd, just be he'd Nicolas be Vector Cage. the crocodile, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. weirdo. It, oh wait, because you know lizard. All these monsters look like they should be in my plane. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a deep cut joke. Like, I need to go buy another dinosaur skull. That's an addiction. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the um. Now, another one I had was the, and I'm hoping an ad doesn't pop up on this. I'm just going to try to talk over this while I set this up. That the, I couldn't help but the whole fight scene just really wanting it to be narrated by Jim Ross. Like, <laughs> Jim Ross is like one of the greatest commentators for oh, wrestling. Okay. Oh my god, that man had a family. Yeah, it just, I hear this, like... <laughs> that the man had a family. <laughs> the kicks that superplex. Oh, good God! There were three of them. <laughs> uh, there was, yeah. The, uh, and um, you mind if I go with the third or? Yeah. Re- okay. Go for it, man. So I'm not. Oh yeah, oh, I forgot to roll for Jr. Hold on. The oh yeah, the dice are loving me. Twenty four. Yeah. So the last one I had is just a bit of a story change with this. Okay. I kind of what was the freelance artist's name? Uh, Gang Gango 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 Baloba. Um, <laughs> hold on. 
<laughs> Considering our memory's weird, yeah. That's yeah, my memory is terrible. Gengo. Yeah. So I had this idea that what if this whole thing was Gengo, Gengo's comic? <laughs> like at the very huh. end, you yeah, find out yeah. like the whole story was his actual comic that, that he's per- that, the speech bubbles. Yeah, that like he's that. presenting okay. it, and then it's yeah, just like okay, he has all this and ever all give, this. Give the movie an extra three yeah, minutes. Oh, yeah, that's how just, we wrap it up yeah, rather just, than just bye. Yeah, and just okay. like okay, that's enough. But just like okay, he just he he puts this whole story together and it sells. Yep, I like the idea. Yeah. Kind of, I was kind of wondering if it was yeah. fictional from the beginning. Well, you know. Yeah. What I mean. Right, yeah. Like, his story. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of like the end of Fanboys. Yep. Yeah. Where, like, he finally finishes making the comic about yeah. their adventure. Yeah, just That's like... That's not how Fanboys ends. Yeah. He's, he's drawing again, though. Yeah, yeah, but it's not about them. But you just, like, want to see whatever. him just have success. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah. That one is a 32. Yeah, that's... That's a 34, sorry. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's that. Uh, that one, yeah, it just it made sense to me. The comic book opening kind of reminded yeah. me of "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Yeah, the, the episode of the comic drawing, right? The ghastly grinner. Yeah, except not in color. Yeah, it just it just made sense to me to be able to see that. And I, I like, was kind of wondering, yeah. oh, will his stupid monsters come to life? That kind of thing, but no, yeah. nothing like that. Yeah, his dumb monsters should have come to life and helped, and it'd be hilarious. Oh. We were saved by the homework. The, the homework. homework monster. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that would have been a, a Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> episode. That was just... definitely a Power Rangers. Yeah. Hey, let's take this weird random concept. Yeah. Or, yeah. Wouldn't think the homework monster seem like something Marge Simpson would have came up with? Yes. Oh my God! Yeah. The homework monsters out to catch you. <laughs> I just think they're neat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> homework yes. monsters are neat. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, just me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I've been trying to think of like a fantasy casting or a weird thing that I'd want to put in there, but I don't know. For me anyway, I like the casting as it is. Just it. I didn't want works. to replace my fluffy. It's hair. It's like fluffy hair and Japanese weird Al and giant <laughs> cockroaches. It yeah. just it just works. The whole thing is dumb as hell, but I love it. Yeah. I just thought of another yeah. a joke I made last night. Um, <laughs> replace the two cockroaches with Pinky in the brain. <laughs> Nuff, trying to take over the world. Oh come on! Don't you shitting me? It's the perfect swap. Well, where are we gonna find yeah, all the pants and all well, at this time of night? Brain might actually succeed. Right. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't there an episode where he actually did succeed and he, he was bored? Well, we did just watch one. Yeah. That was one of the new ones. Yeah, they're actually... And, and Pinky yeah. turned into an eldritch yeah. monster. <laughs> so yeah. we had to go reverse the time yeah. thing. Yeah. That's not that surprising. Yeah, at the time we're recording this, there's a, a new season of Animaniacs and Hulu. And there is an episode of Pinky and the Brain where um, Brain has um, he has the ability to go back to certain points. So he he keeps, has a time machine. Yeah, and he keeps betting on sports games in order to try to keep increasing it, but he keeps ripping holes in the universe. And then things and change. And then weird stuff happens. And the, the, I love the end. It's like, and he comes in and like everything's claymation sort of. And it's like, <laughs> and he looks at Pinky. He's like, Pinky, you have depth. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, I said, you know, mine was great. <laughs> you have depth. And I, and you look very thin. <laughs> and the brain's still the same. Two dimension. <laughs> and it's just like, like that's such a clever joke. <laughs> so bad. God, I, that I'm, joke has dimensions. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what's next week, man? Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from yeah. 1991. So we're going to have mm. terrible 90s fashion choices. We're going okay. to have Ooh. we're going to have some better special effects, but, but we are still in suit territory. Ah. So, but it's better suit effects, and there's going to be some CGI, but oh not boy. a ton. It's it's going to be a fun one. The plot to this one is crazy, yeah. and there are bits that they're like little little Easter eggs that pop in here and there. I'm I'm excited for a couple of them that that will pop up. I, like I know you're going to enjoy them. All right, this should be good. You want me to wrap it then? Uh, sure. So. All right, so be good. Take care of yourself. Don't be too good.